Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC, the only podcast dedicated to spotlighting New York City talent. On this episode, we got a uh, night of beans. I don't know you that well, but Daniel says you're pretty cool. So, <laughs> yeah. so tell us a little about yourself. Yeah. Uh, I'm night of beans. I'm from the South Bronx and I rap and I'm an engineer, songwriter. I'm really trying to get into songwriting. And um, yeah, I met Daniel at school. Shouts out to him. He was just like always around the music department. Just like, <laughs> that's one reason I like him. He's just like always just wants to know everybody and just like appreciates music. That's kind of annoying though sometimes. <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. He never gets annoyed. He never gets annoyed. We appreciate having him. But um, yeah, I've been rapping ever since I was a kid. So, and um, that's what I want to do with my life. Uh, some of my biggest influences come from Brooklyn. Biggie, fabulous. So, yeah. So, um, and yeah, that's what I like to do. I, I use Pro Tools, Ableton. And my favorite color is green, and I like hot tea and peanut butter. (laughs) Thank you for coming, I guess, in your, like, favorite uh, outfit, too. Old green. Park, kind of like Park Ranger-esque, right? That's that's the vibes I'm getting. Park department type. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because, like, I mean, yeah, so, like, uh, Nida was saying, like, we met over, like, at school, upstate New York and stuff like that. But, like, for you, why did you want to pursue music beyond like a hobby like what was the moment for you where you like like i gotta do this more than a hobby more than just and you know common kind of like you know interests it, it was really when i started engineering because like i rapped for a long time but it was like for personal like just personal expression but once i got into engineering i started like recording my friends i was like oh i love this process like i love being in the studio i love being able to touch the buttons and do the eq and do the compression and stuff so it was at that moment i was i started when i was like 16 and then as i kept doing it i was like okay but i can go to school for this cool let's do it right. okay yeah. nice yeah yeah I, I definitely miss studio studio a so, so, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you two something because like mm-hmm. what, what's interesting for me is like when, when an artist does both right so like out of the two like what do you guys prefer doing you know what i mean like yeah this isn't my interview oh, no, 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 yeah yeah um i i enjoy rapping more like i've had to come to that realization yeah, yeah like i love the engineer but it's just something about rapping like it makes me feel like i'm breathing mm. and i am breathing like mm-hmm. like physically it's like a meditation kind of thing and yeah. um yeah i just enjoy it more physically like spiritually mm-hmm. yeah because like engineering i mean there's a lot of techniques and there's a lot of people that have, like, made it yeah. their, like, career. And they're, like, artful. Like, you know, they're, like, masters at this art, at its yeah. craft. Because it is, you know, a, you know, art style mm-hmm. and a, a type of, like, you know, expression. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is, like, kind of, like, a necessary evil if you, like, have it gotten into a place where you just could, like, make, make like, a fantastic mix in, you know, less than, like, an hour and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, that's why, you know... Uh, you know, mix engineers kind of have like a profession. You know, audio audio engineers have like a profession because, like, yeah, it's definitely not like everybody can like deal with that or, or like even want to deal with that. Well, you got to deal with people. That's yeah, you <laughs> you mean people sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, not only people. You got to deal with artists. Yes, artists can be like, like stubborn egos. Yeah, egos. Yeah. They can be stubborn. It's like they hear it in their head, but it's like. You're behind the boards and you're like, well, I know technically that's not going to sound good. So what is the best way to convey that and try to help? Yeah, I was actually talking to somebody like uh, last like last weekend. Like he like owns his own studio um, out in like Ridgewood or, or like he's like moving the studio to Ridgewood. But he was like talking about this one time this like girl came in and just it's, like it's so funny. Like have you have you like ever like ha- had the kind of like experience of like somebody literally giving you a like scratch track of just them like like beatboxing the beat they want you to kind of like 
to kind of like you know make yeah like have you had that experience Nah, oh, okay, not. so you have good clients then, yeah. But like he was like talking about, yeah, yeah, because he was talking about how like literally this girl just like came in, just like you know had like a beatbox, you know, scratch track, and like, like she was like even being annoying because it wasn't that you know only that she did that, but she was being annoying when he was actually fleshing it out like yeah. through like an actual kind of like beat and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I mean, have you had any kind of like unfortunate experiences or kind of like? You know, kind of like, you know. Yeah. Nah, not, <laughs> not definitely like, uh, like something like, I remember one time I was just trying to troubleshoot something mm-hmm. and the artist, like, nobody else in the studio knew what to do and I'm the engineer, so like, I'm trying to figure it out and the artist was just like, I'm trying to tell him like, hey bro, just give me a minute, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. He was late, by the way, like, not to- He can't be late and uh, yeah, get like, mad, yeah. Not to do that to the homie, but he was super late. So yeah. I'm like, all right, get, cut me a break, you know, and just throughout the whole session, he was like- just had that same anger a little bit. Yeah. And I was getting upset as well. I kind of felt like he was coming at me. So I just didn't work with him after that, really. Like, he was a cool... <laughs> like, ghosted like, him, yeah. No, like, yeah, of course not, yeah. And I think that's important for, like, you know, just anybody, especially, like, in the music business. It's like, cool, like, if you're, like, if you're, if you messing my energy up, I just don't have to work with you, especially yeah. if you're not, like, if you're not Drake, Rihanna, like, I'm good. Like, you know? <laughs> well, if you don't have that clout. Yeah, like, <laughs> talk, talk more about that, because I feel like a lot of people are, like, starting to try to get into production. They just deal with, like, shitty people just because mm-hmm. they feel like they have to. Yeah, and, and they don't have to, because it's like, you bring something to them, even though they're bringing something to you, but you also bring something to them. You don't have to give that if you, if you, don't, if you feel like they don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just important. Just I feel like that's just, like, a basic human standard that we all, like, should like live by more because it's like we don't we people are demanded of so much but it's like I don't have to like you feel me like if you messing my energy up if you making things hard for me I really don't have to deal with you like and that's okay like I can keep it pushing and you can as well Mm -hmm. and we can both prosper and still be good yeah definitely because like I mean yeah because I try not and not to be that person like I've definitely learned a lot like like, it was like very interesting having to kind of like remote record for kind of like the uh, single that I did with that studio and stuff like that, um, but yeah, it's definitely like I like I like I've definitely been learning just how to be the best client mm-hmm. I can. So like, yeah, it's definitely somebody everybody should learn like proper studio etiquette and you know yeah. all that jazz. <laughs> I mean, I also think like it helps to be like like for you to be like on both sides of the thing, so you know like mm-hmm. okay, listen, like these are the problems I had to deal with like with the producer. Like now I know like how to <laughs> overcome that when I have somebody coming into like. Who needs my help? Yeah, nah, definitely. Being on both sides definitely helps because I understand from like an artist perspective, if you're, in a, you're a recording with the engineer and you're in the booth, it's sometimes, if, if it's like Studio A, how it was like, it was in a legit like uh, control room in isolation booth, you're completely separate from the engineer. You just hear him in the headphones. If you can't hear him and you're standing there for five minutes, you're like, all right, what's good? Like, what's going on? <laughs> but he's over there trying to edit and fix stuff and stuff. So it's just about... Learning patience, having patience with the engineer and understanding mm-hmm. a little bit more about what they do. Because, you know, you, you might be, you stand in there and it may seem long, but he's just cutting and trying to do EQs and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and both sides definitely. Yeah. So, let's talk about kind of like, I don't know, how, you know, where you like grew up. Because you were like telling us before we started recording yeah. that you're from like the South Bronx and just like, I'm so yeah. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, how was... Uh, the Bronx is my third favorite place to pick on. Word. You know, coming from from Brooklyn, it's just right? Like from Brooklyn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn is like number two. So it's like yeah. it, it's it's Staten Island, then Jersey, and then the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
At least we understand Island, right? In Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like I don't know, just like tell us about how how it was like, you know, growing up in the Bronx. Just like how how you think, you know, growing up where you did, when you did, kind of like affected you. Yeah, like um the Bronx is cool, like it's like I feel like it gets a bad rap because I don't I, I know why, just because I feel like crime and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, a lot of people that live in the Bronx are just like regular folks like me sure. that just go to their nine to five and stuff. Yeah. I feel like oh, those people that do those things are like outliers within the the the, um, the whole of the community. But I enjoyed it just because I'm able to like explore my neighborhood on feet, foot, mm-hmm. and not by car. So I wasn't never trapped. Right. So I was I'd go everywhere with my homies. We, my mom gave me a lot of freedom as a kid just because I wasn't. Can I curse on this? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I wasn't a dickhead as a kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you feel me? I was cautious. I I made sure I didn't. I try not to do no. I didn't do any crime. I try yeah. not to get in trouble. So my mom gave me freedom. I would go ride my bike. Me and my friends would be chilling. We got chased by a couple security guards, but just, just dumb just kid, kid stuff. Shit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like just dumb kid stuff. But that freedom, it, it helped me build responsibility and helped me realize stuff I don't want to get into and stuff that I do want to get into. And um, just being in the Bronx, being around a whole bunch of different cultures. Like I don't speak Spanish, but I feel like I'm um, Spanish adjacent. <laughs> just because, like, that's so I, funny. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because of like where I grew up and like all my friends, like I have a lot of like. Yeah, no, same, same for me, because, like, so the high school that we went to, Williamsburg High School for Architects and Design. 90% Mexican. Yeah, yeah, nice <laughs> Hispanic. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so that was, like, it's kind of funny, because, like, I, that was, like, the perfect opportunity for me to actually learn Spanish, because most of my right. friends were Spanish, but I kind of did. I don't, I don't you know. know. You know some? No, I no, don't know any anymore. You had the anymore. opportunity. You just didn't <laughs> I, do I, it. I had the complete opportunity, <laughs> but, like, I ended up learning Japanese instead, but, like, okay. yeah, but, like, it's just, like, kind of funny, like, looking back now, like, why didn't I just like learn Spanish? Like I like had like the perfect opportunity. You know why was it? Why? You know what it is. I, you know what I, I think it's because like the same reason why I took New York City for granted. It's just like when you mm. live it twenty four seven. It's just like it, it's just a party. It's just like whatever. You know, you sort of, sort of forget it. Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of the same thing with like. I mean, I, I grew up around minorities my whole life. Yeah. So it's just like I, it's nothing to me. Yeah. It's just like, Right, 24-7. The moment I met this, like, one white girl that spoke, I mean, this, like, one white girl white from, like, like, fourth grade. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. I, 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 that, that, yeah. no, 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 I was going to say, like, the moment when I was, like, back at, like, Onionto, when I, when I met this white girl from, like, you know, Long Island yeah. suburbs that, like, spoke, you know, fluent Spanish was the moment I realized I kind of and fucked up. Fucked and like, up. Yeah, <laughs> like, I had to... Yeah, like I had the perfect like environment to learn it, right? But yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's so. That are you serious? What? About I swear the, to God. Yeah. That's so funny. I mean, I, I grew like I moved around a lot as a kid, but like I mostly just stayed around like East New York, and then like mm-hmm. uh, I, I went to Ridgewood, mm-hmm. and and when I lived in Ridgewood, that's when I started like for the first time like I saw a white person just because like mm-hmm. a bunch of like Polish people over there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, first time. That's life. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our our high school was like what? Like there was like four white people, maybe. Not even. There was like Chris Minucci, <laughs> and he was like, can't say his name. <laughs> I could. Yeah, we can edit that out, I guess. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah, like Voldemort. Okay, that's what you meant. Okay, yeah. 
<laughs> no, but like, yeah, we had him, and he was like one. Oh no, but we did have like another person as well. Yeah, at least in, like my but grade. See, but we have to like pick him out. Like, oh, I think I remember this person. Yeah, yeah. being there, yeah. and there wasn't that many. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's just like because it's because it's, it's so funny because like Williamsburg, right? Like it's like hipster central and stuff like that. But the school we went to couldn't have been more ghetto one it was actually the school jay-z went to back in the day before oh, they word. like yeah nice. bef- I, I, I think really? i think yeah because it used so. to be was it <laughs> well he looked like marcy projects they would have right i mean but like you know i mean but like anyway but like considering that that our school is in the like heart of like hipster williamsburg like they're it was it was basically three schools. Our school, which was like in between being like completely ghetto and not. Then we had like Brooklyn Tech, which was like completely just like outrageously just like. Mm. And then we had like Williamsburg was was they were they were they were more posh than us. They had like better classes and like yeah they were the smarter <laughs> ones. But like yeah, it was just kind of funny. Just like that kind of like makeup is like to be found in a in like a area in like an area that's known for being like super gentrified, mm-hmm. super. Like you know, hipster. Yeah. Was it stuff like was that. it like that when you guys were in high school? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But it wasn't as bad, I don't think. I mean, we were probably in the middle of like kind of like the, f- like, kind of like the like, end of like the yeah. first wave of like the yeah. of like the of like the of like the gentrification. Yeah, because we saw kind of like all these buildings getting like built up. We saw our favorite. You know, family-owned, cheap, you know, pizzeria get turned uh, into a hipster bullshit that offers vegan, you know, options. And like, oh, the two boots? Yeah, two boots, yeah. Damn. It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> we were here like Domino Park wasn't even done yet. Yeah, yeah Domino Park. I mean, we like, we never came by this side. Like, no, like yeah. we always went to yeah. uh, the park over there. But like, yeah, but like, that's that's where we know full gentrification was in swing when like two boots yeah, came yeah. in and replaced our, our too, cheap like, pizza. New York City is just like <laughs> known for like, how many times do you walk past a, a building where it's just like, oh, they're tearing it down. It's like, damn, what the fuck was here? Yeah. Like, what was here before? Mm-hmm. Like, you just see like new stores like, I know this wasn't here, but I don't fucking remember what was. Right. <laughs> because, like, it's just always changing. Yeah. And I feel like, as an artist in New York City, like, you sort of, like, internalize that almost. Yeah. 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 Because, like, I mean, what was your first... So, like, yeah. So, what was it kind of, like... Yeah. Okay. So, let's talk about this. Sorry. I'm just, like, thinking on the cuff. But, like, for you, kind of, like, being a woman... Mm-hmm. And you know, kind of like the rap, hip hop, this sort of like scene. Mm-hmm. Like, what's it like for you? Like, I mean, considering that we're like New York City, you know, it's like a big city. You know, I guess we're more like liberal compared to like other places, more accepting and stuff like that. Yeah. But like for you personally, like kind of like as like a woman, um, how has it been for you? Kind of like in like this like general world of like you know rap, hip hops, you know stuff like that. Um. Well. As I've gotten older, I realize how how little I listen to women women, rap, women rappers. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like I probably listen to like ninety percent male rappers. Yeah, and I was sitting there like, why the hell is it like this? But it's weird. Like honestly, I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, like, it, it could be weird just because it's like I'm often just it's often like because I'm masculine presenting, mm-hmm. so that helps me like fade, like it helps deflect like misogyny a little mm-hmm. bit sometimes. But it is it's like. <laughs> <clears throat> But sometimes people forget, like, I'm a woman. 
Mm-hmm. So like they'll still say some shit, and then I'll just be looking, like, <laughs> <laughs> just chilling. And yeah, then now, yeah, that's now, messed like, up. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, even though I'm chilling, like trying not to yeah. say anything about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, honestly, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like I, mm-hmm. like more recently, I'm trying. Like in the last couple of years, I've noticed how how much women are left out. Not just rap, but just like music industry and whole. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to make a more conscious effort to like change that and like mm-hmm. put women on as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Like meet more women um, artists and work with them more. Mm-hmm. So I think it's something like that you have to just unlearn yeah. and make sure like you reinstill it like purposefully and do yeah. these things purposefully. Mm-hmm. But that's where I'm at with it. I'm just trying to, um, I just want to uplift other women. Mm-hmm. Honestly, cause we need it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Because like, I mean... I mean, I guess, like, even, like, rap compared to, like, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago is, like, way less misogynist, misogynistic in terms of just, like, you know, what it means to be a rapper, you know, lyric-wise and stuff like that. So, like, I mean, where do you think, like, as a like as a woman, like, how do you think women can, you know, kind of, like, like, like you know, women don't have to follow in the path of, like, what the guys are doing or, like... Mm-hmm. Like, do you think there's 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 gonna be like kind of like a niche developing for like women rappers or like? Because I feel like the best thing would just to be, you know, us us not even referring to like kind of like female rappers, male rappers, it's just rappers with like different perspectives and stuff like that. But like, when it comes to that type of stuff, like, do you think we're like closer than like further away from like that being the case? Like. Do you think there's going to be like a revolution of just like a bunch of like you know female rappers? How hopeful I, and, are you? And, and I'm saying that because I have <laughs> yeah. to out of like I you know a bunch of like female rappers kind yeah. of like you know just like coming into their own and yeah. kind of like not being barred in because yeah. it's very complicated when you talk about the rap and history of rap and like yeah. that whole you know dynamic. I'm super I'm super hopeful though. I just think um, women just need to keep doing their own thing. Yeah. And I think that part is important, like not falling into what the industry wants, because as I've grown, like as I've grown to learn more about the music industry and pay more attention to. It's a terrible um, place. Don't. Yeah. Don't yeah. enter it, please. It's, it's, I, it I can't get out. Ring of hell. Yeah. I can't get out of it, please. <laughs> it can be so crushing. You're like, yeah. damn, like this is probably never happen. Like it all seems like a dream sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, I just think women need to keep doing their own thing and not follow the standards that the music industry wants to put them in. Like. You don't want to have your boobs out. Don't have your breasts out. For like, sure, it's cool. Like that's yeah. cool. You don't you don't need that to be successful. Yeah. All you gotta do is do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Be like a genuine person and be authentic. And mm-hmm. I think that is where it's gonna go. As well as I think, um, I just think the I think the music industry is going having its own revolution where artists don't need the, uh, that big record label anymore. A lot of artists just have their own small fan bases and they're surviving and they're building their own legacy that way. And I think a lot of women are thriving in that scene. And I think that's most important. I think just because, you know, it's not on Billboard, she's still like 10,000 people still bought her album or right. listen to her single yeah. on the first day kind of thing. And I, sure. think it's the, I think it's more about the personal accomplishments that rather than like the, the mainstream gratification that will uplift women rappers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because like, what are some kind of like uh, female rappers under the under the radar that, that 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 you want to shout out or that you think everybody should you know listen to? Yeah, um, somebody I, I've been listening to for like a year now, um, and I, I want to work with. Her. I think she's super dope, and I like her music. Mm-hmm. Um, she's super talented. Her name is Samira Truth. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's super cool, and um, I actually recently met um, Diani. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's super dope. And um, I've been following her music for a while, but I had a chance to meet her um, a couple, like a month ago. So that was cool. She was a cypher. 
Nice. And um, uh, I've been listening to Flo Kennedy for a couple okay. of years. She's been doing her thing for a while. And um, she recently, I think she dropped a project. I think it was 2020 or 2019. It was like a small EP. Mm-hmm. Um, another person that I met uh, at the same time as Diani was uh, That's the Problem. I liked her energy. She was cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a homie named Angel Elaine. Mm-hmm. She's like a singer, a producer, a rapper. Mm-hmm. And she's so talented. I think she's like next up. Like I love her voice and her energy. And I think yeah. she really pulls a crowd in. So, yeah. so those are some of the, um, the women that I and these to. And these women are like all based like in the city, right? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, as far yeah. As I know they're all out here in the city. Um I don't know everybody's uh, main base, but as far as I know, that's why I've seen them do a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, damn. I didn't know that. That's really, really interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean... I've... You just don't really pay attention to it, I guess. It's, yeah, exactly. That's the thing, yeah. right? It needs more light, it needs more light shed. Yeah. Like, honestly, I didn't know, like, either, like... I don't... Like, there's only a couple that I really, like, like really listen to, but... I'm trying to make a conscious effort to like mm. listen more and reach yeah. out more. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta you gotta really look and like, you know, be willing you to You gotta do your part. Cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta do your part. Yeah, mm. I totally agree. People huh? it's women rappers out there and they be fire, they be spitting. Like yeah. Samira is a spitter. Mm. Andrew Lane is such a great writer. Like yeah. I they Diani's a spitter. Like that's is a spitter spitter. I met Pat Rizzo at the same time. She's a spitter as well. Like, mm. Awesome. Well, I think this is the perfect time to kind of like talk about your own music. So, word, word. Um, yeah. So, what like what do you want kind of like our like our like audience, your audience, to kind of like you know check out right now? You know, we're gonna place it yeah. you know, as like a little interlude, but like bet, bet, yeah, bet. yeah. Um, I just recently released a track called Hard Headed, uh, Jan, Jan, June seventh. I released it, and um, it's just a tribute to like my great grandmother. Oh yeah, was, like the matriarch of my family, mm-hmm. and she passed away, and um. Uh, I just the hook was about her. She inspired me to do it, and she used to always give me advice. And being a stupid teenager, I never <laughs> took it. I would always just try to do my own thing yeah. and try to figure it out. And that this song is just like a reflection of that, an acknowledgement of that, and just like you know, just kind of also like a thank you to her. Just appreciate her. So okay. yeah, hard headed. That that's out recently. Out. So check that out. I awesome. Let's spin it right about now. Boop. I should have listened to my mama mo. I should have listened to my mama mo. I should have listened to my mama mo. I should have listened to my mom. She told me join the choir, but I would sing off key in the shower. Ran the streets to wee hours, looking for weed louder than a nigga that sold his dimes for eight. No one else was awake in the fucker. Gave a shake, I looked back like, damn, my mom caught up in the jam. Wish I had a chance to do it all over again, but I don't. And I won't mope. Just here to let you little motherfuckers know. You don't know shit about how this world is. Don't waste your time that you got as a kid. Don't follow your peers, think for yourself. Please ask questions and think for yourself. Think, 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 I don't just do. Think, think, think about someone else but you. Think, 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 man, don't just do. Think, think, think about someone else but you. So hey guys, welcome back to this episode of Sounds Like NYC. Um, you just finished listening to Nida's latest release. I forgot his name. Hard-headed. Hard-headed. You make like a clip of just like how many times like we come back from the song and this guy just forgets the song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But, <laughs> but regardless, we just finished listening to it. But I mean, do you want to give us, 
do you want to like kind of like give us kind of like a verse from that or like just want to like um, to- totally like I'll do it in different freestyle yeah, yeah do you think yeah, do, do you think let us know let us know um, let me see I'm trying to think of which one yeah I'm trying to do a fire <laughs> <laughs> I said <laughs> I said <clears throat> if we're not okay with it then why is it the norm we complacently patiently waiting for the storm act surprised when it hits but you've seen it all along too late to evacuate your choice has been made you ain't even think you had a choice but you did invisible lids myths of being powerless don't get held back by limits that don't exist pop the tire on that whip and break the cycle for the kids <laughs> nice nice so so like hard-headed right um so does it deal mostly with like you and like remembering what your grandma you know did for you Being or is it more yeah, yeah like tell us facts. more yeah like tell us more more about it kind of just like that, yeah, yeah as like a whole right yeah nah so like the hook is just like i should have listened to my mama more and i call her mama like that's mm-hmm. what we call her so that's where i got that from but mom mama just fit so mm-hmm. i started i use mama but i just i start the verse out with like she told me join the choir she told me she was at church just like she's been telling me to join the choir since i was like like, as she started hearing me sing and rap as a kid, she's like, You should join the choir. But I was like, Church? Ah, fuck church. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's like, it starts like, She told me join the choir, but I was singing off key in the shower. She used to hear me like, You can't sing. She's like, I used to sing in the shower. She's like, You can't sing. So uh, ran the streets till wee hours looking for weed louder than the nigga that sold his doms for eight. And that's what it like was because when I, when I was living with her, I was a teenager, so I like just started smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> and I would be like out to like twelve at night trying to find some weed, just chilling with the homies, but mm-hmm. nobody up. I'm like, damn, man. And then I, I just keep going, like, um, trying to like I start to reflect on that. Like, damn, she told me during the choir, but I would just be chilling with the homies smoking weed and like that was like a that part like is where I failed. Like I should have listened to her more. Maybe I should shouldn't smoke so much weed. I should have been in the house more, like yeah. kind of thing. So that's that's I try to reflect on that and then as the as the verse goes on, it's like she told me join the choir, but I was sing off key in the shower in the streets to wee hours looking for weed louder than the nigga that sold his downs for eight. No one else was awake, so I'm sorry. So the fucker gave a shake. I look back like damn, my mom caught up in a jam. And then I just I keep going. Wish I had a chance to do it all over again, but I don't. But I don't mope. Just here to let you little motherfuckers know. Kind of mostly like talking to my nephew and like my cousin, little cousin and stuff. Like they coming up and like they falling into the same thing, kind of. So it's like. Just here to let you little motherfuckers know. You don't know shit about how this world is. Yeah. Don't waste the time that you got as a kid. Don't follow your peers. Think for yourself. Uh, please ask questions and think for yourself. Think, think, think. Ah, don't just do. Think, think, think about someone else but you. Think, 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 man. Don't just do. Think, think, think about someone else but you. That was really that. Like mm-hmm. That ending part was just like to the, to the younger generation. Like right. Trying to give them a little advice because it's like... I understand what it's like being a kid. Like, you want to do what your homie's doing. Y'all chilling, drinking, smoking, chilling with girls and stuff. But just, like, think. Like, and when somebody's telling you some information, just don't take it for what it is. Like, ask questions and do your own research. I try to stress that a lot to the kids in my life and try to tell them to be, make your own decisions. Don't follow your friends. Yeah. Think and don't be selfish. You're not thinking about... Don't just think about the now. You got to think about the future and how your consequences will will reflect upon you even though you're 14, 15, 16. Your, you, you, your actions still have consequences even even if you're young just trying to have fun. Yeah. Nice, nice, <laughs> yeah. So in terms of just like the production of the uh, track, like it's all you? Nah, the production was um, my homie 9K Koda. Mm-hmm. You know you know him. Um, um, he also went up to Oneonta. Mm-hmm. 
And um, he did, and we have Adam Becker on bass. No way. Yeah, Adam Becker's on bass. No way. And we have uh, my friend. I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's, he's a friend. He's a friend. <laughs> yeah, and I hopefully we'll be able to meet him. He's a super good uh, yeah. instrumentalist. We should get him down to a, to a jam with us. Yeah, yeah not bad. Yeah. He's moving to the city this summer, yes. but I'm not sure when. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. So Yo, like, Adam, hurry up, please. Right, go <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, think, yeah. Uh, my friend Kenny Chula, he's from Long Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, he went to Only Ante mm-hmm. as well. He's on a guitar. Oh, okay, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Louis Dan yeah, Kenny. Oh, the guys. Yeah. yeah oh, so exactly. it's, so it's basically the guys, but except for like, wait, and Jeff. T- oh, yeah, because I guess. Yeah, 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 Jeff wasn't on it, but yeah. it was basically just the guys. I yeah. used to have a band called mm. Some of Us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was like um Kenny, Adam, Louis, Dion, yeah, Jeff. So, yeah. But it was kind of it was like half awesome. the band. Yeah, yeah it was. I, yeah, that was the funnest. That was band. such a fun time. Like that's probably the funnest time I had after like coming back from like Japan, just like that I'm night, so the, the basement <laughs> show. Yeah. You know, yeah, because I like I, I like performed with them for like one or two songs or for like a very short set and like dude, it was like yeah, well, yeah, that was nah, a fun was night. Fun. That was a fun night. And yeah. I love playing with a live band. Yeah, like, that's something like I've yeah. been blessed. Because the thing is that I wish because so I so I recently watched um what's his face uh what's his face um what's his dreads uh what's his... He, he, so he did that <laughs> oh, song him. with uh, Post Malone. Um, Jaden Jaden Smith? No, 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 no. <laughs> Dreads long. Dreads long. Post Malone. Yeah. Post Malone. Uh, it was like one of like Post's big songs from like a few years ago. You know how like the, like the music video where he's like in that like abandoned plane like in the middle of the desert. Damn, it's blanking. I'm not. I'm not into posting too much. Yeah. Oh fuck! Don't don't have your phone on you. No, watch his name because like this. Anyway, he was doing yeah, just like going like post. I'm sorry about this. Four minutes of trying to decide who the fuck it is. Just going. Yeah. Better be worth it, bro. No, because like he's uh, I'm forgetting his name, but he. So he had like a really great kind of like tiny tiny desk concert, and like it was with a live. It was a, it was with a live band. Like Damn, I have no I'm sorry about nah, this. You're good, Let, come on, like it can't be this hard. Uh, Shouts out to all black musicians. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me just go like NPR. That makes more sense. Bet, bet, like, bet. Okay. Nah, playing with a live band as a rapper has yeah. been like it's changed. It's changed my life because yeah. it's just being able to interact with the people while you perform. Uh-huh. It's just it, it feels great, and I don't know, like I don't know why, but it's just great. But like re- recording, like do you do that with live band too? Um, I have. I have, and with my band, some of us, shouts out to some of us, shouts out to Jeff and Dion and um, Louie, I just have to say that, and Adam and Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have recorded with them. It was like our first time doing it, so it was it didn't come out the best, right, but yeah. we do have some salvageable stuff uh-huh. that um, you know I'm trying to put out um, on my own. I have, honestly, I haven't asked you guys about it yet, but it's, just, <laughs> it's been an idea that I've had. We have this one track that I, we recorded live. So I want to put that out, and um, it's a hard, it's it's high key a hard process because it's like we make we 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 usually we have made we make the songs in kind of like a jam band style. So like we just start jamming on something, and then we catch a vibe we like, and then we build from there. We build like a song structure from there, and I write lyrics from there. So trying to transfer that into like into the studio was difficult for us. Ty Dolla Sign. Ah, 
Took me like a minute. Ty Dolla Sign. So I watched his uh, Tiny Desk concert, and it's like really cool because he because he even plays guitar and stuff like that. Oh, and 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 I just wish wish with wish with like you know more like rap hip hop production that they'll be recorded um, with like the live band because even even bands of like Kendrick Lamar and stuff like that, amazing musicians, then they just like elevate. I mean, with like electronic production, with 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 how like most most kind of like. Of rappers like producing or like releasing stuff, it's great. But like just having that added energy and stuff like that, it'd be really cool getting studio recordings yeah. of like some of these songs, like uh, Poetic Justice, like Kendrick's Poetic Justice. Yeah. It is so much better, like as like a, it's a great song, but it's yeah. so much better as a live sort of like performance because, yeah. I mean, yeah. So like I just like wish more like rappers would just like. You know, still release the super kind of like production heavy, you know, very like, you know, electronic stuff, but mm-hmm. also fav- humor us and like release yeah. kind of like a studio recording with like a live band and stuff like Reach. that, you know, because like, yeah, it, it's 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 just a completely different vibe and it's something fresher, in is my opinion. Not used to it? Is that why they don't? No, really not, not even used to it because like all these guys, Ty, like Ty Dolls, like Kendrick, whatever, they like vibe with their band and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like that's how they tour around as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not yeah. only for like the tiny dust. Like they tour yeah. with with you know live bands and stuff like that. It's just like, in the why, studio. Why, why do most not do it though? Like, what do you think? I, I think it's like I think it's because it's, I think it's it's not built into like the genre, like the history of the genre or like the culture of the genre. I guess like you know like the genre is based off like sampling. So it's like I feel like it's just like I feel like it's just like, it's an electronic based genre. Mm-hmm. All in all, like. Like I would also love to see like I also love like hip hop and like have the live bands and like see a rapper on stage and just start singing like it's great like it's a crazy experience like Lauren Hill I feel like is a great that was, like example that's what that. Smiley does right yeah yeah exactly yeah but it's my fault yeah no but problem. um but yeah I just think it's just not built into like the history I feel mm-hmm. and I think I think it can be like going forward I think mm-hmm. just if more artists press for it and like showcase that more mm-hmm. I think yeah I think it would. yeah definitely because like I mean because. Genres like, you know, jazz and rap have, or like hip hop have like a bunch of like history together. And even Miles, yeah, it was like Miles Davis that even before he died, uh, performed like on one like hip hop record from like back in the day. It's either Miles, no, it was like, it was like Miles that like performed on like one hip hop track right before he died and stuff like that. Yeah, so I think, you know, the uh, history is already there, but I do understand, like, from an aesthetic point of view and stuff like that, it's definitely always been geared towards sampling, Ableton, you know, stuff like that and things like that. But, like, like I said before, just, like, live, like, you know, you know, music along with, like, rap and Mm -hmm. hip-hop and stuff like that, it just hits so much harder, and I feel like it could, like, you know, increase... You know, get into the fold of fans. You know those yeah. like people that wrongly, rightfully so. And like nobody should cater to them, but those type of people that they like, oh rap. You know, hip rap, rap hip hop doesn't take any dollar. Yeah. Blah blah blah. We're the real instruments and stuff like that. Because like <laughs> yeah. these these no rappers know what live music is with yeah. the bands that they uh, you know assemble and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like they like they vibe with it as well. But I just wish it was more it's at the like forefront an ego thing too. Where like they think that their project can only be made like. Can't really control like other musicians as much as they well, can. Yeah. Well, because like most like rappers right now that are like major label and stuff like that, like they have like you know tons of producers and stuff like that. So while yeah, they, like, yeah, so, yeah, 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 same, yeah, same, yeah. I also so, like, think, I also think like hip hop comes in waves from at least from where I studied it in terms of like 
genres. Because when you think back, like you think back to like the era, like the roots and Laura Hill, mm-hmm. Erica Badu, she's not a rapper, but mm-hmm. she's like always into the hip hop scene. Like when you think about that, like that was a whole scene for that time. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's also it's about niches as well. But mm-hmm. I think it's gonna come back in waves. I see it coming back now, like. Like the instrumental thing, mm-hmm. like in live instruments, I think it's like gonna make a comeback, like within the net, like high, like on a mm-hmm. mainstream level, yeah, within the next couple of years, especially if I have anything to do with it, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah, like that's something I really want to do. Be sure, yeah. remember us when you do make it, yeah, I definitely will. I will definitely, you, I mean, I we're gonna start experiment. I mean, you may have like uh, no, experience, experience with that, but we're gonna, you know, start like doing that again this summer and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, experiment with that, with that, try to get like a nice group where we just first get like how we feel with each other when we play, and right, yeah, and then to we want to eventually take it out onto the streets. Though. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You should host something like that. That would be cool. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've, we've been talking about it for, for like a while, right? Maybe. Yeah, we have like way too many ideas. <laughs> but like... I don't have time. Yeah, I don't have time, right? But, um... uh, I mean, do you have anything else to ask? Or like anything else? No, I mean, like the only thing that we always ask every artist that comes on is like, how do you feel New York City has like impacted you as an artist? Everything. <laughs> like I'm born and raised in the South Bronx. Um, shouts out to 3125 Park Avenue, uh, <laughs> and it's like everything. Um, one, not just like being like focused on lyrics for some reason. Like I just fell in love with lyrics, and I think being from New York City has a lot to do with that. Do with that as well as the artists. Um, and the way like I guess my slang and stuff and my speech like that affects my the way I. I express my feelings a lot right. and my emotions. So honestly, it has a lot to do with it. And as well as like on the opposite end where sometimes like I have a, I have a bittersweet relationship with New York City because it's like I love it here, but it's like sometimes it, it can feel like I can feel trapped a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate that feeling. But um, so sometimes I, I try not to be so New York City, but then I'm out of my element and I'm like, damn, like this don't really sound like me. So now I'm trying to get back into it. So it's like it has everything to do and... Uh, also just like people say like New York City, you know, that they don't support each other enough. Like artists don't support each other enough. But I think that's something that's changing as well. Um, especially with like the younger artists and musicians and, um, being able to like, just know other rappers in my area that, you know, that tune into my stuff whenever I post, like that makes me feel good. I'm like, okay, cool. Like these are folks from my community, like Mm -hmm. that fuck with me. Yeah. And even if they don't fuck with me every day, they see me a little bit and they may fuck with me. I may, so that part, um, it's a lot, and um, people are realizing that it's not a zero sum game, right? So like, yeah, the what is it like the fucking tide rising, whatever. Oh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. A, a rising tide lifts all ships, or yeah, something so. like that. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So, something. I don't know. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just like shaped my whole life, just because like I've been here for like ever. Yeah. And um, and uh, yeah, like that's it. And uh, I just, I just hope New York City could just um, you know, we could all just keep making it better in our own ways. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my friends about this in terms of like, I was seeing, um, it's a kind of like off topic, but on my Bronx News 12, they were talking <laughs> about, <laughs> right, local news, they are just talking about how uh, the change stations are dirty and stuff. And it's like, all right, but that starts with us. Like, you feel me? Like, it starts mm-hmm. here. Like, don't litter. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel me? If you see one of your homies litter, tell them not to do that. Yeah. Like, you feel me? If you see trash there, pick it up maybe. Like, if it's not super dirty, pick it up. Like, you feel me? Like, tell people not to do that. It starts with us really. And um, not like no campaign that the city can do to try to clean up with all the new trash cans. Like that's cool, but it really starts with us and how we For treat sure. the city. Like mm-hmm. we got yeah. If we want it to be better, we got to do better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, be the change you want to see in the world, David. Facts. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think New York City and an abundance of and an abundance of trash on the streets will always be synonymous. But yeah, we we can at least make it like a bit cleaner. But yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, is there like anybody you want to shout out or like uh, you know tell us mom. about your future plans? Yeah, shout out to my up? mom. Shout out to my friend Jeff. He actually put yeah, me onto Jeff. a Miles, al- Miles Davis album where he's like rapping. Not rapping, but oh, shit. it's like his instruments and he has rappers on it. Oh, yeah. So, so that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great album. Um, yeah, so... Um, uh, Jeff, okay, when you see this, right? So I haven't <laughs> forgot about setting you the shirt, but the way I'm trying to organize everything is like I'm 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 going to release all the uh, perks to the, to the guys that like supported my like, you know, album at the what same time. So <laughs> what do I get? How much did you give again? Too much. <laughs> Depending on how much you give, I'll give you your perks. But like, Jeff, it's coming. Like, I haven't forgot about you. I know that we haven't talked in a while, but I've been super busy. But like, yeah, like I haven't forgotten. <laughs> but like, continue. Sorry about that. Nah, just um, shouts out to Dion. That's my good friend. We both love um, audio and he's a great drummer. And just shouts out to my friend Hugo Mass. He's, he's going to be top two producer. He's not two. So I, I, <laughs> speaking into existence, I think he's a great producer. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you guys for, uh, you know, watching this episode of Sounds Like NYC and our new set, actually. We didn't mention that, like, at the start of the, yes. <laughs> the, start of the video. The previous episode, hopefully. Oh, yeah, probably. probably. No, nah, I appreciate y'all for having me. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thanks for being the yeah. first guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think? It's not as, it's not as messy as uh, I thought it was going to be. I think we cleaned up pretty good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We got uh, some books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do have books. Sidewalk. Yeah, like most of that this, all of this is free actually. Like legit, I mean, besides like the Pokemon cards, Pokemon, uh, a yeah. few stuff, but like all this, we just like found on like the street and stuff like that. Because yeah. especially around Williamsburg, like mm-hmm. the like the stuff people throw away, it's like yeah. it's uh, oh, it's a crazy. Like, shout out Thomas for sending me over that book when uh, I, I interviewed him. Oh yeah, this yeah, New York, yeah, yeah. New York, New York. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that collectors? What? Oh, Pokemon? this. Oh yeah, I mean, oh, oh. I need to peep the Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. you gotta. No, you gotta this is something that we can't like record. Like okay. David, <laughs> David. Anyway, thank you guys for watching this episode of yes. Sounds Like NYC in our new, you know, official uh, studio space. Mm-hmm. Um, if Banana. you wanna, yes, we are. If you want to be featured on the podcast, if you want to come on, please message us either through our Instagram or our email uh, through the yeah, boroughs. Instagram is at Sounds Like NYC. See? Uh, email is through the burrows at gmail.com yeah nice. but thank you once again Nina, for coming Appreciate on y'all too. and uh yeah see you guys in the next in the next episode all right yo check out sounds like nyc see you later <laughs>